0: All right, entering the scene is Coach Joe Hart. He goes, he's Twitter handles Coach Joe Hart over there on Twitter. He is a arbitrage expert. He's a third time on the show, I believe. Uh, Let's get the guy in here. Uh, We're going to talk about taxes, selling stuff, uh, why the haters can't stop hating, things like that. Coach Joe's big on uh, calling out the haters, you know. I like the guy. Yeah, so third time on the show. Let's get Joe in here. Let's see. Joe. Hello. Hear me? Yep. I can hear you. Hey. What's so good, man? hey, how's it going, man? Welcome back to the show.
1: Yeah, man. Pumped to be back.
0: Uh, how you been? I mean, so I think you're on um, it's your third time on. I think you're on uh, about a year ago at this point. Uh, so you're a repeat offender or whatever. Um, are you still up in uh, up in New Jersey?
1: yeah unfortunately yeah.
0: unfortunately, yeah that's one of the main things I wanted to talk to you about because I saw some tweets of yours lately about you know entertaining the idea of, of leaving you know complaining uh, complaining about well not really complaining, justified complaining about the taxes up there and things like that. so are you uh, thinking about getting out of there
1: uh yeah, the plan is we're moving at the end of the year okay so oh great down south
0: yeah I, uh, um, do you have a state picked out yet?
1: Um, we're actually going to move near my mom for a couple months while we figure out in North Georgia, while we figure out, um, where we want, I want to buy, we want to buy some land. Yeah.
0: Do you want to, do you want to kind of like homestead and stuff like that? Get some chickens, things like that? Definitely be
1: something to highly consider. Yeah. um, you know, not completely off the grid, Mm -hmm. um, but it'd be nice to be self-sufficient. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, I, I moved to Tennessee, and I have seven chickens now, and I'm working on a garden. And, I mean, you can't really, like, go off the grid these days. I'm not if you want to be on the internet and stuff. But, you know, it's nice, man. I get, you know, I get basically, um, I don't know, probably like 50 or 60 eggs a week, and that's great. <laughs> and there's no, no state income tax here.
1: Yeah, well, that's that's one state I'm highly looking into, cool. the, the state income taxes. I'm like, man, that could be a lot of money you save. When did you move to Tennessee? Because you were in like D.C. area or something. Yeah, right? I
0: was in D.C. for 10 years. Uh, and then I, I – what I did is I actually stayed – I moved out of D.C. in in August. I stayed at an Airbnb for two and a half oh, months. The one oh, no, one second. No problem. Sorry. That's okay. It's okay. Uh, people in the chat. North Georgia is pretty awesome, says Katie Yeah. Uh, Welcome, Coach Joe. Um, Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't turn off. Did I turn off YouTube? I got totally distracted. Sorry. I didn't turn off YouTube. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Awkward. Okay, YouTube's off now, so, you know. Katie getting some neighbors. Yeah, I, I think we need Joe in Tennessee. Let me link his Twitter over here.
1: Yep.
0: Sorry, we're right, so taking a look at that AC. Oh, yeah, I'm getting that. Yeah, my place doesn't have AC. I'm getting it, uh, getting it installed soon. Um, but, yeah, um, so I, I stayed at an Airbnb for two months. Then I stayed with my mom yep. for, uh, for, a couple, for about a month and a half and bought a place here. So I've been here for about five months now at this point.
1: That's nice. No, that is good. My mom's up in the mountains, and um, she loves it. We go, go back to visit you know, once or twice a year cool. and, uh, in Georgia.
0: Yeah. I mean, so you're going to stay with her and then f- figure that out. Like, so what, okay. So I saw this chart the other day that if, I think you put out up there on Twitter, that was like, did it say that New Jersey's taxes
1: are like are, is it 42%. It was like lifetime spent. Hold on a sec. It was like lifetime spend of people who live in New Jersey is like 49% in taxes total. <laughs> that is a crime dude. That's uh, like slavery at that point. Like 49.51 highest lifetime tax percentage of earnings. Dude. I mean, okay. I mean, that's an, it's, it's
0: an interesting like thought experiment. I don't know who, who did it, but it was like a, a libertarian writer from 100 years ago where he said he went through – it's called the seven steps of slavery. Have you ever heard of this before? I haven't. Where he walks through what he, he – it's a thought experiment of you know, everything from complete freedom and and then it's like then they take 10% of your earnings and you have to live where they say. And then it's like steps all the way to they tell you what you know they take everything you own. Uh they tell you where to live, they tell you where to worship and it's not a matter of how, whether like what what point is slavery actually slavery, but I think that taking close to half of what you you own is damn close, right?
1: It's you know what and it's insane, you know, the real estate market's popping everywhere right now. And so many people are moving to New Jersey and I don't understand why, why like, they, uh, I got a friend who's a realtor. Um, He's doing, he's making a killing right now, but they don't, they don't even list houses on the market because he's got cash buyers ready to pay 40, 50, 60 K over asking.
0: What are these? Uh, are they like, are they just ballers or people that want to be in the city or like, chinese I don't know.
1: For like I mean there's I, I, a lot of people moving over from Pennsylvania I know there's some uh like I could see one get out of philly I'm not a fan of philly yeah. but um, <laughs> but if I had to pick between the two states, I'm not moving to new jersey
0: yeah dude i don't i i feel like new jersey i guess on i i've spent a little bit of time there i've spent time in uh, um in uh Cape may and some of the suburbs in in uh, i think South Jersey, I'm not sure. Um, but on paper, New Jersey is one of the worst states. Yes. Like on paper, like once you th- when you think about what the what the what Jersey is like you can't pump your own gas. Uh nope. the, a lot of the people in Jersey are not
1: not no, legit. It's, yeah. it's it's weird. Like I'm in more South Central Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um North Jersey is a whole different country. Yeah. Those are a whole different breed of people. Um <laughs> in what way? Uh, you know, even more rude, like, mm. you know, just like, I don't know. It's almost like the fast paced environment of New York. Cause there a lot of them are working in New York. Um, but I don't mind not pumping my own gas when the weather's miserable. But like, if I'm in a rush, that's kind of a pain. Um, but, you know, it's always the people who have never lived anywhere else outside of Jersey who think Jer- Who – they're like, Jersey's awesome. And I'm like, yeah, how can you say anywhere? That, Like, Yeah, how can you say that? Like, they, they say, you know, the shore is like kind of nice, but let's – I'm going to be completely honest. like the best beaches in New Jersey is like the equivalent of like Daytona Beach in Florida. Like yeah, that's not – to me, that's not saying much, but yeah. <laughs> I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna piss off a lot of people who are watching this if they uh, live in Jersey. I, think... I just it's my least. I've met some good people. I enjoy the gym that I coach at, um, and I enjoy being around like uh, my wife's family but New Jersey is by far the worst state I've lived in.
0: <laughs> yeah. Then you live there. Yeah. So I'm glad you're, I'm glad you're getting out there. And I, I didn't realize you're getting out uh, so soon like this year. That's awesome. Um, so Tennessee is on the short list is, I assume Florida is as well. Um,
1: we kind of wanted to buy land. Um, that wasn't completely flat. I would 100% go back to Florida. I was just there last week and you can just taste the freedom. Mm. And, um, but we kind of wanted to have like some type of view, and land is cheaper uh, around the mountains in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So, maybe buy a condo or something down there. Be a snowbird, I guess yeah. you could say. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah. But short term, you know, ideally, I want to get like a hundred acres. Wow! Wow! That's that's big time. Yeah. See, so you, I, yeah. I did. I was doing some research, like what a hundred acres would cost in New Jersey compared to what a hundred acres would cost in Tennessee and a hundred acres in New Jersey, which is super hard to find. It's going to be mostly farmland was Hmm. something like 1.3 million or something like that. And I could get a hundred acres in Tennessee for like 175 K.
0: Wow. Yeah. Well, that's, (laughs) <laughs> that's real money right and there pay yeah. no state
1: income tax yeah. so
0: yeah and the laws here are getting pretty good too um i don't know i don't know if we've talked about uh i mean if we've talked about guns before but they they just uh passed constitutional carry in tennessee so you can open or concealed carry without a permit which is pretty cool and so it's like getting redder um i know you're kind of You mentioned once you're kind of like a conservative, but you don't really get into politics all that much. But, you know, it's definitely the cultural values here. You can't get a gun.
1: I mean, they limit you. The permit process can take anywhere from three to six months, and you're only limited to like three guns. And
0: It's not American, man.
1: No, it's not American.
0: <laughs> no, no. Well, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, like, if you ever, uh, you know, I'm not far from North G- Georgia, but like, if you ever, you know, if you ever want to swing up here and visit, we can do in person episode. You know, whatever. You're welcome anytime.
1: Because you know, I would, it, I would I, be I, all for it. What part of Tennessee are you in?
0: So I'm in in the east. I'm I'm I'm, I'm in the mountains. So nice. um, yeah. So you know, just the yeah the eastern eastern district or something like that. You know, so east nice. of Noc- east of Knoxville. Awesome. So it's a, got a great view, all that, all that good stuff. So um, one thing, you know, one thing. I just wanted this is kind of a funny thing. I want to bring up. You had these tweets that um, you had this one tweet once that made me laugh so hard. I'm trying to find it, but I think it was if <laughs> if your girl has an only fans, you oh, ain't, yeah. you ain't her only man's, and you definitely ain't in her only plans. Right. So, so I mean, it kind of like blew up or whatever. I just want to congratulate you on that amazing tweet, and uh, I want to ask yeah. you, what is the, what is the, um, what is the OnlyFans
1: thing about, man? Like, why do you think that is a? You know how this started is, you know, when creating content. Like some days, I'm just, I'm not on Twitter much. I don't feel like I don't feel like I have anything to say. Um, so what I do is like over the past two years, I bookmark all my tweets that do decent engagement hmm. and probably eight or nine months ago, I, I had tweeted out. If your girlfriend has an only fans, you don't have a girlfriend. Right. And it did decent engagement. And then a few months ago, I was like, I'm just going to tweet that out there again. And I tweeted it out at night this time. So it hit just the right type of people and it blew up. Hmm. And, um, you know, I was getting called a sexist. I have all these simps in the, D- or yeah. in the DM, blah, blah, blah. And so, like, I use that. It's it's a theme. It's something that I play on every once in a while. Yeah. And, and um, you know, it's just... It just does well. It's too easy. Like, yeah. sometimes it's just really too easy. Um, I haven't been as active on Twitter over probably the past month or so. Um, just been busy with everything else. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah. That's, that's like, funny it's, tweet, like it's like, it's like my hatred for PayPal. I, pl- I play along with that theme as yeah. well. So. Yeah.
0: Um, so, you know, one thing I just, I thought an interesting thing that's at to talk about was like, you know, so you're, uh, an arbitrage expert, uh, all that stuff. You've been making a, a good living on like, flipping stuff and things like that. Um, and women make a great living on flipping their bodies on OnlyFans. Uh, only a few do. They only make a it few? sound like every.
1: They make it sound like that everyone um, is killing it, and, and they are not. You know, your select few celebrities and, and stuff like that can make stupid amounts of money, right? Yeah, Cardi uh, B. You, you know, you sacrifice your morality for that. So. Yeah.
0: What do you think? Do you think that the, that should be legal? Do you think the government should you know ban that or regulate that,
1: or it just people got to live with the consequences? Um. I think you're kind of touching into like freedom of choice. So like, I personally don't care what you do. It's not going to be my, my choice. Uh, I wouldn't date or marry someone who had an only fans. Um, yeah. cause you, ain't, your, you ain't our
0: perfect. only mans at that point.
1: Yeah. And you're in our only mans. Um, so <laughs> I don't like people just, I think people have to live with the consequences of their own choices. And I think that's part of like, you know, being an adult and taking responsibility. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, I don't want, you know, the government's already been, you know, telling you when you can wear a mask, when you shouldn't, should you get the vaccine, all that other garbage. And um, I don't like people tell me what I can and can't do. Um, right. Obviously, within limits, I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go on a rampage and commit all these crimes. Like, but I don't think the government should get involved in that. I mean, as long as they're paying taxes, the government doesn't care. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Too much
0: taxes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it. we, we debate this stuff all the time on the show. I mean, like I think there's like a special there's a special weird stuff, thing going on with the um, what you would call sexual degeneracy, you know, and like the advent of the simp. I mean, the simp has always been around, but there are so many simps out there on the on on the Internet, especially on Twitter. And there's definitely a correlation between the simp and the hater. You know, not all haters are simp's, and not all simp's are haters. But if you did a, v- a Venn diagram, there's an yep. insane amount of overlap between.
1: I'd say it's seventy five percent overlap.
0: Yeah, and and it, like though it's like and it's just and it's the there's weak men, and I'm not I wasn't classically always like a big masculine like, but like I'm over above average masculine in this culture. And I'm an artist, man. And like, but there's 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 just these soy simping hater, weak men out there. Why do you think that is?
1: Um, you know, we could touch on, um, you know, it could be the access to like, porn and OnlyFans. I think that plays a role. Um, I also think, um, I, I mean, we could touch on like the types of food people eat, the type of activities they they do. I mean, um, you know, you look back 30, 40 years ago, no one was was really overweight. Everyone was, you know, out and about. Before the smoking ban, everyone was happy, you know. And I don't know, we... I think it's a combination of a lot of different things. Um, But I think we've really created... um, a group of weak men saying it's it's not your fault. Don't take responsibility. It's it's the government's fault. Uh, blame them and anything. And we've kind of institutionalized like if something doesn't go your way, then it's not actually your fault or like life's unfair. And I'm here to say like life's unfair. Like yeah. you're not. Life isn't supposed to get easier. You're supposed to get better at it. Yeah. And so. Uh, I'm thankful that my parents, uh, didn't raise me to play the victim. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's something that I see a lot because I coach competitive cheerleading and most of the parents are fantastic, but then you have some of the ones who are making excuses for their kid. And I'm like, this is your kid's actions or lack of action. This is why they're not at point C because they didn't want to do point A and point B. Um, I don't know. There's, I think there's a ton of roles that play in it. I don't know if it's ever really going to get fixed, um, but it's just easier to stand out. Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah. If you just do your job, you know, it's it's interesting. You, uh, not everything in the world could be a one person's fault, you know. But if the individual just acts like it is, if you just take responsibility for everything and you just always say there's something I could be doing to to change this situation, you'll. When, you know, you you'll be way above average, and as the the playing field gets goes lower and lower, you know the 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 competence, the standards for everything, you can really shine if you just learn the skill that you're applying at the at the moment, take responsibility, and tell the truth.
1: You know, it's the, the bar is so low. Yeah, it's like <laughs> the bar is so low, and it's never been. I mean, I'm only thirty one, so. But to me, it is easier to win now at life than it was 10 years ago. Mm. The bar just seems so low, and I'm sure it feels that way from, you know, from other people's perspectives. But, I mean, if you were physically active three to four days a week, ate semi-healthy, and, um, you know, actually stayed consistent with something, congrats, you're in the top 3% of people. Yeah. Yeah. That
0: that that hurts because I got a weight issue. I mean, I, like I just have trouble like uh <laughs> trouble dropping these lbs. I think it's my diet, man. I think I I don't eat I don't eat well. Um, I got to work on that. Um, yeah. <laughs> You know, everyone's weak in one way, I guess. It's just me making excuses. Um, we have uh, – this is interesting. One person in the chat right here. So Aimless Gamer says, hey, Coach Joe, I've been flipping old games and magic cards, things I know, since your last interview. It really uh, helps me make a little cash. Thanks so much. That's awesome. That I is know, awesome, it, man. Yeah.
1: There's a lot of – I mean, money can be made everywhere. Like it doesn't even have to be flipping. Like, But like – the opportunities, a lot of people are like, I need like a hundred dollars to pay this film. Like you probably have a hundred bucks laying around. It's just in, in the form of stuff you don't use. So, um, that's awesome. Like that gets me pumped.
0: Yeah. What's with the pools, man. I've been seeing a bunch of people flipping pools. One of my friends, uh, he, their, their warehouse is full of these, these make your own pools in the backyard. Do you flip those or do you know anything about why that that's gotten so hot?
1: all because of the virus think about this this pools were hot last summer um, because public pools were shut down right Um, so public pools were shut down and um people wanted to keep their kids entertained but you know when people can't go to a public pool and you have however many americans families want a pool they don't have they don't necessarily want to by a huge above ground or huge like in-ground pool. An inflatable pool is an easy way to keep kids occupied, cool off during the summer. Same thing is happening this year, Uh, not to mention like supply chain issues as well. Um, But there's a bigger story, something that's more profitable as far as ROI than pools in the summer right now. And it's due another supply chain issue, but it's a pool accessory and that's chlorine. Huh. I, I guarantee uh, I will. It, you can go on Amazon right now. And look at the price of like a five pound, uh, a twenty five pound tub of chlorine, and I guarantee it's about four hundred percent higher than what you get it at that store. If you really? can find it, at store.
0: The supply chain stuff is uh is pretty troubling. I mean, you know, I'd, like the price of lumber has skyrocketed. Uh. There's this gas thing that that just happened. Are you kind of are you troubled by that? Are you you know you're probably going to just keep crushing either way. But you know the 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 people that want to make stuff, it's getting harder and harder uh, for that. Is are you are you concerned about that whole thing? I am mm-hmm.
1: in a sense. Um, so, like, with, well, we'll take chlorine, for example. The reason why there's a shortage is because one of the storms last year destroyed the largest chlorine manufacturer in Louisiana. So we knew about this for months. I was like, this is something to keep an eye on. This could happen. Um, so my dad is a, in the forestry business, deals with trees and lumber. Um, they have hedge funds and everything, and they have tree farms out and about um, in all over the U.S., and right now, the the lumber situation. I asked him if it was directly helping his company. And they're like, they're making a little bit more, but it's the it's the paper mills that the actual mills producing the lumber who are making a killing right now mm. because there's no. Sh- it's not a shortage of trees. Yeah, it's so many plants had to close down because they couldn't stay running over the past year. So you have less plants, but they're running now. They're running twenty four seven, which you know, and with the, the real estate boom, you know, it's kind of like the perfect storm if you can find profit in that. But for people who are just trying to build something, it's way more expensive. Um, I think it, inflation plays a huge role with that as well. Um inflation's outrageous. Um, you know what? The government came out and said that it was something like 3.2 or 3.8 percent last month. Um but let's be real if you're not making 15 to 20% more this year than you did last year you're losing purchasing power. Yeah. Yeah, it's just so.
0: yeah, you you have to grow along with the inflation and that more inflation uh is going to cause more inflation. They're they're printing money. They're uh
1: so 23% or 22% of all US dollars printed last year that doesn't end well.
0: These people are crazy, man. This culture's crazy. It's an, it's, it, an, it's-
1: an, yeah. It's it's been the wildest couple of years because yeah. you have this virus, you know, that happened. You have inflation. You have people becoming Doji millionaires overnight, yep. or, or in other coins. Like you got you got people who are living with their parents at eighteen, making fifty k a month just drop shipping. I mean, it is the wildest time. It is. It's just there's so much going on, and sometimes it's so distracting. It's hard to focus on like what you want to do. Yeah, um, I agree. But it is, it is legit wild. And then people just become super soft, like mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah. Like they freak out over everything. And I'm like, dude, you guys got to choke Because Two years ago, we were good. And now like two years later, you, you just quiver and shake because you're so scared to go outside.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's why, you know, that's why I think the, the phrase clown world is very appropriate. Um, and it's, it's, it's almost like a dark comedy it's a dark comedy dystopia where because it's it's all like it's all we've been using the phrase inverted as well because it it's not it's not Mad Max it but it's no. like Barnum and Bailey meets uh like a, like a dystopian novel meets you know Brave New World all and it's kind of funny in a weird dark way. Things are decaying but you also can win and crush it. It's easy to live yet it's just this weird dark comedy. It's it's really hard to characterize. It is. Th- things aren't like burnt. I mean, there were the riots last year, so cities were burning a bit. But things, if you look outside, I mean, stuff's fine. It's fine. Right. But it's just the culture is just cultural cultural rot without you know excess tragedy. You know, I don't even think we have
1: culture. Y- oh, you don't. US. Explain that. I don't that. think we yeah. actually have any culture in the U.S. I was huh. I was thinking about this the other day. Like when was the last time, like I'd say like the nineties had some type of culture you had the culture in the eighties the seventies we just what what type of culture we just complain and bitch and moan to everyone like that's <laughs> that's our culture that now. is the
0: culture yeah i mean i you know so i'm i'm thirty three um so yeah, there was a culture in the nineties I think you know the days when uh in like 05, 06, when like Chappelle' show was big, things like that—that yeah. that was almost like the end of culture, right there. That's it, like it, like it, the, the, the subsequent years after that. It was like we lost something. Where you know, I you know, like now racism like isn't funny anymore. Or like, right. you know, racial humor is not funny to people anymore. And like that, you know, stuff like that, people at least in 2005, definitely in the nineties, people could laugh about their differences and joke about stuff. And it was all good. It was actually hilarious. I mean, I, me and, you know, my, my black friends and my Asian friends would just like bust each other's balls on the racial tip in, in high right. school. And it was fun. It was, it was awesome, but not anymore. No, it's, I,
1: people forgot to how to just like live in, like people got how to laugh Mm. like just be goofy and like we're i feel like everything we get to be so straightforward and so serious about this and like oh they're doing this wrong oh that person's an a-hole and i'm like man why can't we just like enjoy like just relax Mm. like in a sense like it's hard to relax yeah people are just people are so uptight and it's like you know like i I think about as a kid like I was outside. I was the kid drinking water out of the hose. I was mm. making forts. Me and my brother were shooting bottle rockets at each other. I don't see that anymore. Like, yeah. those were some of the best memories I had. We were riding bikes around the neighborhood, you know, and we were just outside and like, and, you know, I think one of That's the sad effects of increased technology, everyone's just glued to our phone yeah. so much. Yeah. Um,
0: that's sad, end. man. That, that's sad. Like the, it's like the end of innocence. Yeah, like forts, you know, uh, the fire hydrant getting open and running through yep. it in a parking lot, being outside all the time. I think – I mean I think kids still do that. Uh, you know, I teach kids music online, so um, I know they're in front of a, a screen most of the day and it even got worse with the whole – the Zoom re- revolution. Right. Um, but yeah, it, it does seem like America lost – a sense of innocence, goofiness, just being able to have, have all, like almost nice, clean fun. Right. Right. Yeah. And would do you, do you think that, uh, that's going to come back anytime soon or you think it's like gone forever? You think the screen is cause you can't really reverse technological progress. I mean, right. pro- I can't use the word progress loosely. Yeah. Like, cause it's not really that good, um, but it's yeah. here and the screens here. Do you think that's gonna like, anything's going to happen there?
1: Um, I'm hopeful that maybe like just some people just stop like worrying about so much stuff and like just maybe start to heal and like start to just go back to like enjoying life. Yeah. Life gets tough at times, you know, things happen that aren't out of, or that are out, out of your control. I think people really just forgot the way of like taking everything so fast paced like technology is so fast paced like if I want to check the weather if I want to check my Twitter if I want to check um, the price of an item I'm buying I can know that in in less than two seconds right everyone's so used to fast paced and I think that fast paced culture has led to the inability for people to like take time sit back and just relax mm, um and yeah. I find myself into that too it's like so I, I, hard yeah I know because I find myself like constantly doing something and so like when I went to Florida this past week like I took time to just relax um
0: oh, you put your phone away and stuff you didn't you, you...
1: Um, for the not completely away because I had to keep up with some things but uh-huh. um Wasn't on social media as much, you know. I went for a bike ride, drove around. Um, I was coaching the first three or four days because we had our last competition in Orlando, but just really just enjoyed time with some family and friends. Had a few drinks and just like just relaxed,
0: and it was nice. Yeah,
1: dude, that sounds great. As soon as I was leaving, I get stuck in traffic going to Orlando. (laughs) I land in New Jersey, get stuck in traffic, and I'm like. Well, it was fun
0: while I was lasted. Yeah, there's, dude. There's something different about the North, man. I think the North. I, I've definitely become more relaxed, and I, I noticed when I moved. I moved here to Tennessee in February, and I, the first month, I was like um, interrupting people nonstop, just, just not like on purpose, just because I wasn't in the rhythm of how they talked in the South. Right. And I was like always like, oh, I'm going to do this, like, uh, and they're just like how you doing son? And I'm like, Oh, that's how it is down here. So, you know, I think there's something different about the North and especially the Northeast. Once you get North of DC, it is,
1: it is. It's the hustle and bustle going nonstop. And in the South, it's just, you know, people work hard, but also people are relaxed. Like they're, they're not in so much of a rush as long as you're not in like a major city. And, um, it's just, it's like a, uh, you know, fresh air. Like, yeah, like I don't I don't need to be, like, trying to cut someone off because they cut me off or whatever. I'm just like, I can go to speed limit and feel just fine. Whereas, you mm. can't really do that here. You're going to get honked at. People are going to give you the finger. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just something about the South is just, it's relaxing. People are typically nicer. I mean, they may be fake nice to your face, but I'll, you know... I'll take that. I'll take
0: that. I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> yep. yeah. It's it, yeah. I mean, yeah. The, 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 I think there's a in town in small pockets in towns. There's still a culture. There, I mean, right. it's not just a complaining culture. It's, I just think that um, America is one way or another. I think going in a decentralized um, direction, even if the like the government or the the mainstream bullshit media is thinking that there's a culture of complaining and there is a culture of complaining, but inside towns, there's definitely a culture where I'm at certain. I think city culture is just bad. I think that's a bad, it's, it's a, it's awful. a culture of hating your fellow man.
1: It that's is basically what it's it is. Like, yeah. I mean, especially when like, you know, during the whole virus lockdown thing, when people were literally ratting out other people because they had people over, I'm like, you are, you've got to be, some of the most sad people ever unless I, it was just, it blew my mind. You really, it kind of opened your eyes up to like how some people really are. Yeah. It's a shame because like, you're not going to, you know, I've got neighbors that are, I don't know. They're always smoking weed. I don't know what they do. I don't ask. I'm always friendly to them. I'm not going to go rat them out. I don't care. Like doesn't bother me. Right. Um, You know, People are just – it's like they're so uptight, and they feel this need to, like, be in the right all the time when I'm like – you know, being right isn't always fun, you know? You guys got to stick up the ass so much you forgot to, like, what it is to, like, actually truly laugh and, like, enjoy a good meal, Mm. go for a walk outside. Instead, you're so tense about what everyone else is doing, you forget to live your own life. It's like – it's like letting your own plate get cold while watching someone else's.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a slowing, like, it's ability, slowing down is very important because you, if you are, especially a meal, you know, if you can't just sit there and like smell your food, talk to the person, look them in the eye, and in, enjoy yourself, it, you, there's a speed thing, and a, 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 you know, a problem with being content. Just in the moment, so yeah, it's many. Like you mentioned earlier, it's many different factors. There's, it was, it, is. And it, was, it was a long time coming too. I mean, it kind of the culture kind of broke in 2020, but I think it was a couple generations leading up to that right yeah Ugh, yeah so i know you just said you said you got had about uh, 30 or 40 minutes 40 minutes or so so the last thing i wanted to ask you about is i've seen you retweet some people um who have been hating on you and i so, like they basically are like calling you like a grifter or like your 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 products for profit uh, is, is is like a grift or whatever i've seen so many people get called a grifter or a shill in the last couple years and it's like these these words just rise up like a tsunami thousands of people use the word word and then until the next word ri- rises up. But, um, you know, why don't you like in, in the same breath, you know, describe what your your is it a course it's products for, for profit? Is it a community, but why, and, you, what is it? And why do people like say it? Not, it's, uh, it's just these haters, but why do they say it's a scam? Like, are they just not go, they're low energy people that can't, you know, see value in something or what?
1: You know, I'm, you know, so, you know, we, it's a community and we've got webinars. We have products that we recommend people buy. And we, it, it's a lot of different things, but I would say the best way to explain it is a community. Okay. And, um, you know, some people don't like that you offer a service for a price when you get, when it can be found for free. And I'm very open. I'm like, you don't need, if you want to be successful and it doesn't have to be arbitrage it can be anything else. You don't need to pay for it. There's plenty of resources out there for free, but what we try to do is bring in different experts and different niches and, you know, accelerate the learning process while being able to openly communicate with people, um, answer questions um, fast. Um, and, you know, people don't, don't like that I charge for that. Mm. Uh, but, you know, I'm not the only group out there that does this. I'm not the only membership style group. Um, people go to the gym. You don't need the gym. You pay a gym membership. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you don't need Netflix. You still pay for it. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of different things, a lot of Um, things like
0: that. You know what? One, one, the word that just popped in my brain that, that, that a gym or other people that you're providing is consolidation. You know, right. you could go out for free and get all these different resources and things like that. But what you do and what gyms do, they have all the equipment in one spot. You can go to it and it's well taken care of. It's cure. It's like consolidation, curation, and you're providing like a community of like-minded people in one spot for someone to go to, right? Right.
1: Yeah. I mean anytime that you – Gain some traction, and a lot of people are excited, and they promote it. Like people are always going to talk and hate on it. Like mm. it doesn't bother me. Like yeah. it's nothing new. You monetize
0: um, the haters, man.
1: Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so easy to do. Like <laughs> I can remember when I was doing a basic. I had a basic course, and um, someone called me a a scam or whatever. And so that day I was like, all right, 50% off. You just got to use the uh, use code scam. Like it was just, it's just too (laughs) easy. Like that's how it works out. Um, people, you know, I always say there's that saying that like the people, it's only people who are less successful are going to hate on your success. Um, I don't like, I don't talk trash about people who are successful and killing it. Like there's no point.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. I'm excited for them. No matter what they're doing, doesn't matter. Um, you know what it is. Um, but it's always, you know, we can go Babe Ruth route and you know, it's always the, the cheapest seats have the loudest booths. <sighs> mm Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and if, if there's someone that's successful, I mean a person, you know, almost all complainers have something in common. They have a lot of time on their hands. If there's not a lot I of time, if, if, the, if you have a lot, but and if you have a ton of time on your hands, that's, that's time that you're not getting busy. So, right. you know, there, there's a reason for that.
1: It's, it's interesting. I wish I, their, I wish I had their type of time to be honest. Yeah. Like they must not have a lot going on. Yeah. I also, yeah. I also feel sorry for them too. Um, there's a lot of, yeah. uh, and not just like, you know, I see people hating on all sorts of, Stuff not just on me, but plenty of other people, and I'm like, you really took the time to put out this negative energy. It kind of speaks volumes that like you may just be a negative person. Yeah, and it's a shame because like you know I was there once, and it's it's not a fun situation to be in. But um, you know, hating on other people who are who are doing better for themselves or helping other people do better for themselves is like just low ROI negativity that it just, it's, it's dumb. It's zero.
0: Yeah. The, the ROI is basically like a dopamine hit or like they get to feel right for a second. Righteous. It's yeah. There's no, the ROI is, is like their own destruction really. They're like, you know, they're, they're creating their, their own misery out of nothing. And right. Yeah. It's really sad. It's yeah. It is sad that there's miserable people out there, but I mean, I think you're an inspirational dude and I think that, yeah, you know more people and it's cool that a big part of your game is is getting other people on board that's why i like the community idea you're constantly retweeting people that are that are crushing it in the in the arbitrage game and that's that's really cool man um, yeah.
1: do you I just like seeing people win i don't yeah. care what people do it's like i don't care if people decide to start you know If they started flipping stuff, if they started their own agency, or if they made their first $10 outside of their job, like seeing people take steps to better their life or like losing weight, or they hit their first workout or whatever it is, they did something that scared them like that type of stuff. Like I just eat up because I'm like, that's an inspiration and people don't realize like I love seeing people when I'm not the only one, a ton of people. I just like seeing people who decided enough is enough, like I'm going to do something different I'm going to take a chance on myself mm. um, yeah
0: that's uh that's definitely you know american the American spirit like go get her like take a chance, you know you know there's one you got one life so exactly yeah. That's cool, man. Sweet brother, well, you've been really uh, generous with your time. Um, you are, you know, whenever you you end up going to Georgia, you're welcome. Uh, you know, stay a couple nights Absolutely. at my place in, in Tennessee. We'll we'll keep in touch. And uh, I put the links for your uh, your stuff in the chat and for people to check out. But you got anything you want to promote or anything you want to tell the people before we get out of
1: here? No, nah, I just want to tell people like you can really you can change your life in six months to a year if you really want to. If you're struggling with something. Connect with people who have maybe dealt with the same thing that you're struggling with, whether it's financially, spiritually, physically. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people who are willing to help on this side of Twitter um, and, and probably other social platforms as well. Um, and, and don't give up. People, like, things are going to get tough. Things may not always work out the way you want them, but you... By you trying and attempting to change your life, you're doing more than majority of people are, and average is the enemy. Average is the enemy. Very, very nice. Joe
0: Hart, everybody. I welcome everybody check out Products for Profit, and Joe over there on Twitter. i linked link to stuff below. This will be a podcast in a couple days. I'll, I'll make sure I send it to you, okay? Awesome. Cool, brother. Have a great day. See you around. All right. Thanks, you too. All right, peace. All right. Happiness is a thing called, Joe.